Hi, everyone. We're live here, and I'm so excited about my guest today, Cortland Bragg, ESPN 30 for 30. How are you, sir? And uh, it's got to be great, as I have Lefty, my filmmaker, on the line as well. Uh, first ever live stream celebrity interview. Can you believe it? And the years that I've been doing all this stuff and all this, and it's got to be so real before we get to the questions of being able to get this story out and be part of this, right, Cortland? Yes, uh, it's so cool to continuously uh, be able to tell stories of Reggie White, a great man, larger than life figure who um, just had an incredible life. He did such great stuff. Oh my gosh! And when we, when he his passing was so hard on me, especially as an Eagles fan. Okay, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Uh, Lefty, the first question. Yeah. So, what was the most challenging part of balancing Reggie White's legacy? Uh, with the mystery of the church burning in your storytelling process? There are many challenging parts. I, I think the first thing is just for listeners to know, I'm, I'm a filmmaker um, that I tell stories of football players, coaches, yeah. and the National Football League. Telling the story of inner, the inner city church fire was very um, challenging for me in a sense that I had to put my investigative journalism hat on. And that's something I didn't know I had. had. And trying to tell a story where there's accusations and there's a, a, a crime that's so ugly and it tore apart um, a place of worship that was a beacon of, of hope in a community and, and Reggie trying so hard to shed light and try to figure out who did this. It was hard for me. And, and another part was, you know, there's a personal tie for me. You know, my father is a preacher and pastor, just like Reggie and my grandfather was. So this was kind of a personal journey for me that had me conflicted with my own moral compass. Like, could someone, you know, some of the the um, the lead suspects um, who the the government thought did this was like, could you know, had me questioning, like, could that really happen? And um, so it it just really was an interesting experience for me. But one that I wanted to tell uh, in a right way, in a right fashion, to do do this this story justice, and not lean on one side over the other, but present the facts and allow the listeners to make their own judgment. This, this think about that and kind of piggyback on that fact is you're just like you you're, you love talking NFL you love to tell stories about NFL and and a lot of times when you do documentaries you go deeper into things but not to this probably this kind of a tragic thing in any of your other documentary work you've done it's that to the point where we want to know why would something be so horrific as this even though you know people lose lives they end up in a bad situation abuse all those stories but something where Reggie was putting such of his heart and soul and to find out later that his church gets burned. It's, it's awful. It's awful. And, and I think another tough part that um, I never had the opportunity to meet Reggie, but just talking to his family and friends and doing my research and doing his story for the time I did, there was a lot of resources that poured into finding out who did this. You know, the gut, this went all the way up to president Bill Clinton, the department of justice got involved. The ATF got involved. The FBI got involved. And just to think that almost 30 years later, no one's ever been brought in. No one's ever been arrested. No one's ever been convicted. There's never been a trial. It's just, it, it raises so many questions to see like what happened, what went wrong? Did the ATF get it right? Did the FBI get it right? Is it Was it plain and clear who did this? Um, you know, I want to divulge too many um, information. You got to check out the podcast, but it it was such an interesting journey for me and, and an experience to do this um, this story because it's so out of the realm of what we do as storytellers the NFL. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, 
mean, it's it's crazy to to know that there's so much mystery still around it. So, and, and you brought up something interesting, and that kind of leads me into my next question of, um, is there anything that you can share from behind the scenes of like challenges that you might have faced while producing the the uh, 30 for 30 episode? Yeah, so um, I, I'm going to try to be careful not giving too much, but, you know, trying to do your due diligence as a journalist, you need to, you need to, you have to dig deep. You got to, you have to ask questions. Um, so looking at the suspects, lead suspects, you know, trying to track lead suspects down. Um, one of them, unfortunately, is deceased. So the other lead suspect um, trying to to get an interview on a record and and do a do a, a fair job of learning more about Reggie, but also, you know, doing my job of I have to ask you these accusations are against you. Um, doing that, um, but also doing your due diligence of trying to submit a FOIA request. I didn't even know what a FOIA was and, and doing that and learning how a FOIA request works and how long it takes to hear back. Like that, there's many challenges within that and kind of getting the results from the FOIA request and, and, and maybe not being satisfied with those. And, but you have a deadline you had. So for me was, I wanted to ensure that I did my journalistic job and, and, and me and my team, our, our, our lead producers are part of it. Um, and, to the to the end, just knowing that we did our job and we did we told the story in a fair way. We didn't lean on any side. We presented the facts and we told a story and allowing a, one that hopefully is entertaining, but also allows a viewer to make their own judgments on who did this. Mm -hmm. All right, Lefty, I is a storyteller yourself. You just understand this. You have to really set things up, don't you, Lefty, in this process when you're going to tell my story as well. That you kind of really have to. Do you like take the place of the person when you're doing your stories, Lefty? Just like what Cortland's talking about in certain ways. Yeah, I mean, you kind of have to a little bit. You kind of have to the the, the person that you're essentially doing the the story about. You kind of have to, you know, put their shoes on and see the way they might have dealt with that situation or how they spoke to this person or that person. Uh, it's yeah it's 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 a lot of um it's a lot of getting into like specific mental states kind of like how actors get into like a certain character but we're doing it with like like real people not uh not fictional characters and this being a podcast Cortland this is is this different for you a podcast comparative other types of things like are you getting used to the whole deal of the podcast and and doing a podcast and how you record it and how you make it really entertaining because people are just podcasting listening to podcasts and streaming things all the time what a great idea to go deeper with the podcast yes and thank you i'm, I'm super thankful to um the execs here at nfl films and espn for giving me this opportunity but the podcasting is something something that's just I, I had no knowledge of i listen to podcasts occasionally but to be able to to do the story I, I learned that you have to everything isn't visual usually in my line of work it's b-roll and i can i can give context or an interview bite or write a narration script here it's like you have listeners cannot see what you're saying so you have to make sure you give details and you draw things out so everyone can understand so um, it's a very interesting um, opportunity that, and experience for me, and I'm super glad that I was able to have this experience. Fantastic. And is the podcast available now? Can you check it out on all the podcast sites? 
Yes. So podcasts can be found anywhere you get your podcast. Um, prefer you go through Apple Podcasts, but Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, you can tune in. The episode released yesterday, so please tune in. And is that the interesting thing in promoting a podcast? Because I'm sure, you know, everyone knows podcasting so much more than before. They're just still learning. And I'm finally getting to be, even though I always love being calling a radio TV host. Now I'm trying, it's cool to be a podcaster. It wasn't five years ago. Trust me, Cortland. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you All right. Me. You're listening and watching the Neil Haley Show. And we'll be back in just a moment.